and pops is my dad frank Beccarello. thanks sweetie and thank you for tuning in to episode 109 of spinning my dad's vinyl this was an episode i was looking forward to since i digitized the record and one i knew i would have a tough time picking just six tunes out which is why we're doing seven <laughs> i couldn't stop chair dancing i was luckily working from home that day. This music just makes you move. Well, at least it does for me. So, get ready for the King of Calypso in Volume 109, Harry's Deo.
With Millard Thomas on guitar, there is Harry Belafonte with Deo, written by Harry Belafonte, Lord Burgess, and Bill Attaway. Now, side A of the single version is more fully titled The Banana Boat Song, and it tells of the dock workers in Trinidad working the night shift loading bananas onto ships. The lyrics describe how daylight has come, their shift is over, and they want their work to be counted up so they can go home. Okay, why this album for this episode? Well, I wanted to play this record earlier, but when I went to digitize it, I realized it was in terrible shape. There was no volume and it was hard to process, so I set it aside. Then I later realized that my dad had a second copy and it was in much better shape. So I was happy when I listened to it and even happier with the quality of the sound coming out of the new turntable I had to purchase near the end of last year. Calypso music may not be the jazz-heavy fun music we have come accustomed to or become accustomed to on the show, but you can't deny the fun part. And even my bongos have gotten a workout while I play this album over and over again while I prepared for this show. So we learned about the meaning behind Belafonte's famous Deo, but it came as a surprise that he had one for the other shift as well. Side B of the Deo single, and the first number on side two of this album, is Star-O, a song referring to the day shift ending when the first star is seen in the sky. Star-O, Star-O, Same song, different lyrics. Starro 
Once again, with Millard Thomas on guitar, written by Harry Belafonte, Lord Burgess, and Bill Attaway. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. Harry Belafonte, Calypso, on the RCA Victor label, number LPM 1248. It's a vinyl LP album mono format, and it is the Hollywood pressing. Its country of release is U.S., and it was released in 1956. Its genre is Latin, folk, world, and country, and its style is Calypso. And we will hear seven of the 11 songs from this album. Now, there are quite a few liner notes, so I will shorten them considerably, and they were written by William Attaway, one of the songwriters. In the belief that meaningful and exciting innovation is one of the responsibilities of the creative artist, Harry Belafonte, in his selection of material for this album, breaks through the stereotype which confines all Calypso to a monotonous sameness. The result is not just another presentation of island songs, tired from being trotted out for the tourists on the 21-day cruise. Here are songs ranging in mood from brass gaiety to wistful sadness, from tender love to heroic largeness. And through it all runs the irrepressible rhythm of the people who have not lost the ability to laugh at themselves. The delightful originality of these pieces is carried out through into the musical accompaniment. The drum techniques produce sounds rarely heard outside of the islands. The keening flute tones are actually produced by a tin penny whistle, a versatile instrument in the hands of a Jamaican. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. Now, this album has seen a lot of sales over the last couple of years, with $39.99 being the highest and $0.75 the lowest, an average of $9.31 and a median of $5.74. It was last sold on January 2nd on Discogs.com, January 2nd, 2023, for £1.66 or $1.75. eBay had copies from $3 to $16, and I initially found them on Amazon for $5 to $25 when I came upon one for $131. Of course, it had been on sale since July 30th, 2007. Once again, my dad has two copies of this record. I mentioned the first one earlier in this episode. The record is in such poor condition I wasn't even going to play this one, which uh, which would have been disappointing because of the great music here. This cover just in very poor condition, big slit at the top. Uh, the record I ended up digitizing is in fair condition. Lots of crackling and some hiss, although no real scratches, and it recorded so much better than the other copy. The cover is in fair to good condition. Of course, he has his address label on the front and the green magic marker on the back. I will value my dad's poor record at a quarter and the good one, I'll ask two bucks for it. Next up is a song that sounds like he's talking to a parrot at first and even has a hint of Scottish influence. Look at Dolly, pretty, 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 pretty Dolly. Oh, here she come, here she come, here she come, pretty, pretty Dolly. 
When Dolly hear them soundy drum, up she jump and she holler, here I come. When Dolly hear them soundy drum, up she jump and she holler, here I come. Cause she gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. Don't stop her when she hear the call, Dolly Don't going to have herself a ball. Don't stop her when she hear the call, Dolly Don't going to have herself a ball. Cause she gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. When Dolly start to shake and shout, clear the floor, cause she really move about. When Dolly start to shake and shout, clear the floor, cause she really move about. Cause she gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. When Dolly go into a turn, old men jump and their eyes begin to burn. When Dolly go into a turn, old men jump and their eyes begin to burn. Cause she gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. Soon Dolly go into a fall, turn and spin, then she start to climb the wall. Soon Dolly go into a fall, turn and spin, and then she climb the wall. Cause she gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. She gonna dance, she gonna sing, she gonna cause the rafters to ring. Spinning my dad's vinyl. Play that thing, man. Jackass will jump and bray. Let him bray. Let him bray. I say the jackass will jump and bray. Lordy, let him bray. Let him bray. Everybody. Jackass will jump and bray. Let him bray. Let him bray. Jackass will jump and bray. Let him bray. Now I tell you in a positive way, don't tie me donkey down there. Cause me donkey will romp and play, don't tie me donkey down there. Jackass will jump and break, let him break, let him break. Jackass will jump and break, let him break, let him break. Once again now. Jackass will jump and break, let him break, let him break. Jackass will jump and break, let him break, let him break. Now me donkey gone mad, they say, don't tie me donkey down there. 
Cause his eye on a bailer. Hey, don't tie me donkey down there. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Now the news really travel fast. Don't tie me donkey down there. When me donkey in the meadow grass, don't tie me donkey down there. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Around the corner. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Ah, play that thing, man. One more time now. Ah, shoot me. Lordy. Now me heart is light and gay. Don't tie me donkey down there. He hard till judgment day. Don't tie me donkey down there. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Once again now. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Around the corner. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Once again now. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Down the road now. Jackass will jump and pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Jackass will jump and pray. Sounds like what's going on in our political arena. The Jackass Song, written by Lord Burgess and Bill Attaway. And before that was Dolly Dawn. I know I heard a touch of Scottish influence in there. Written by Lord Burgess. Now, both tunes are backed by Tony Scott's orchestra and chorus. Time now to learn about our featured artist, Harry Belafonte was born Harold George Belafonte, Jr. at Lying In Hospital on March 1, 1927 in Harlem, New York, the son of Jamaican-born parents Harold George Belafonte, Sr., who worked as a chef, and Melvin, a housekeeper. His mother was the child of a Scottish-Jamaican mother and an Afro-Jamaican father, and his father was the child of a black American mother and a Dutch-Jewish father. From 1932 to 1940, Belafonte lived with one of his grandmothers in her native country of Jamaica, where he attended Woolmer's schools. Upon returning to New York City, he attended George Washington High School, after which he joined the Navy and served during World War II. In the 1940s, he was working as a janitor's assistant when a tenant gave him, as a gratuity, two tickets to see the American Negro Theater. He fell in love with the art form and also became friends with Sidney Poitier. The financially struggling pair regularly purchased a single seat to local plays, trading places in between acts after informing the other about the progression of the play. At the end of the 1940s, he took classes in acting at the dramatic workshop of the New School in New York with the influential German director Erwin Piscator uh, alongside Marlon Brando, Tony Curtis, Walter Matthau, B. Arthur, and Poitier while performing with the American Negro Theater. He subsequently received a Tony Award for his participation in the Broadway review John Murray Anderson's Almanac in 1954. 
Belafonte started his career in music as a club singer in New York to pay for his acting classes. The first time he appeared in front of an audience, he was backed by the Charlie Parker Band, which included Charlie Parker himself, Max Roach, and Miles Davis, among others. How about that for a famous start? He launched his recording career as a pop singer on the Roost label in 1949, but quickly developed a keen interest in folk music, learning material through the Library of Congress's American Folk Songs archives. With guitarist and friend Millard Thomas, Belafonte soon made his debut at the legendary jazz club The Village Vanguard. He signed a contract with RCA Victor in 1953, recording regularly for the label until 1974. Belafonte also performed during the Rat Pack era in Las Vegas. He and associated acts such as Liberace, Ray Vasquez, and Sammy Davis Jr. were featured at the Sands Hotel and Casino and the Dunes Hotel. Belafonte's first widely released single, which went on to become his signature audience participation song in virtually all his live performances, was Matilda, recorded April 27, 1953. His breakthrough album, Calypso, the one you're listening to now, in 1956, became the first LP in the world to sell over one million copies within a year. It was, also, it was also the first million-selling album ever in England. The album is number four on Billboard's top 100 album list for having spent 31 weeks at number one, 58 weeks in the top 10, and 99 weeks on the U.S. charts. The album introduced American audiences to Calypso music, which had originated in Trinidad and Tobago in the early 20th century. And Belafonte was dubbed the King of Calypso, a title he wore with reservations since he had no claims to any Calypso monarch titles. Belafonte has released 30 studio albums and 8 live albums and has achieved critical and commercial success. In 1985, Belafonte helped organize the Grammy Award-winning song We Are the World, a multi-artist effort to raise funds for Africa. He performed in the Live Aid concert that same year. In 1987, he received an appointment to UNICEF as a Goodwill Ambassador. And we will more fully explore his activism in this episode's interesting side note. Harry Belafonte is 95, and this episode airs about a month before he turns 96, and he currently lives in New York City. Next up, a very sentimental Belafonte. Every time I'm away from Liza, water come to me I. Every time I'm away from Liza, water come to me I. Come back Liza, come back girl, wipe the tear from me I. Come back Liza, come back girl, wipe the tear from me I. I remember when love was new, water come to me I. There was one, but now there's two, water come to me I. Come back Liza, come back girl, wipe the tear from me I. Come back Liza, come back girl, wipe the tear from me I. When the evening starts to fall, water come to me, I. I need to hear my Liza's call, water come to me, I. Come back, Liza, come back, girl, 
Wipe the tear from me eye. Come back, Liza. Come back, girl. Wipe the tear from me eye. Standing there in the marketplace, water come to me eye. Soon I'll feel her warm embrace. Water come to me eye. Come back, Liza. Come back, girl. Wipe the tear from me eye. Come back, Liza. Come back, girl. Wipe the tear from me eye. In the shadow, I stand a while. Water come to me eye. Soon I'll see my Liza smile. Water come to me eye. Come back, Liza. Come back, girl. Wipe the tear from me eye. Come back, Liza. Come back, girl. Wipe the tear from me eye. Every time I'm away from Liza, water come to me eye. Every time I'm away from Liza, water come to me eye. Come back, Liza. Come back, girl. Wipe the tear from me eye. Come back, Liza. Come back, girl. Wipe the tear from me eye. Come back, Liza. Written by Lord Burgess and Bill Attaway. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with the difference Harry made outside the world of music. Belafonte is said to have married politics and pop culture. He supported the civil rights movement in the 1950s and 60s and was one of Martin Luther King Jr.'s confidants. He provided for King's family since King made only $8,000 a year as a preacher. Like many other civil rights activists, Belafonte was blacklisted during the McCarthy era. During the 1963 Birmingham campaign, he bailed King out of Birmingham City Jail and raised $50,000 to release other civil rights protesters. He contributed to the 1961 Freedom Rides, supported voter registration drives, and helped to organize the 1963 March on Washington. During the Mississippi Freedom Summer of 1964, Belafonte bankrolled the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, flying to Mississippi that August with Sidney Poitier and $60,000 in cash and entertaining crowds in Greenwood. In 1968, Belafonte appeared on a Petula Clark primetime television special on NBC. In the middle of a duet of On the Path of Glory, Clark smiled and briefly touched Belafonte's arm, which prompted complaints from Doyle Lott, the advertising manager of the show's sponsor, Plymouth Motors. Lott wanted to retape the segment, but Clark, who had ownership of the special, told NBC that the performance would be shown intact or she would not allow it to be aired at all. Newspapers reported the controversy. Lott was relieved of his responsibilities, and when the special aired, it attracted high ratings. And to this day, he continues to be politically and socially active. And you can tell some of his political views in the lyrics of this next song. Everything to keep me from sleeping A lot of sailor boys they were leaving And everybody there they were jumping To hear the sailor boys in our chorus singing 
A deep brown skin girl, stay home and mind, baby. Brown skin girl, stay home and mind, baby. I'm going away in a sailing boat, and if I don't come back, stay home and mind, baby. Now the Americans made an invasion We thought it was a help to the island Until they left from here on vacation They left the native boy home to mind their children Singing brown skin girl stay home and mind baby Brown skin girl stay home and mind baby I'm going away in a sailing boat and if I don't come back, stay home and mind, baby. Now I tell you the story about Millie. She made a nice blue-eyed baby. They say she fancied the mother, but the blue-eyed baby ain't no she father. Now the Americans all had their pleasure While the music played to their leisure And everybody there they were jumping To hear the sailor boys in our chorus singing A deep brown skin girl stay home and mind baby Brown skin girl stay home and mind baby I'm going away in a sailing boat and if I don't come back, stay home and mind, baby. Brown skin girl, stay home and mind, baby. Brown skin girl, stay home and mind, baby. I'm going away in a sailing boat. And if I don't... Brown skin girl, a calypso. Written by Norman Spann, also known as King Radio. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. With a couple of exceptions, this is fun music to listen to, while a couple of these tunes made you think. It's interesting that my dad had two copies of this record, but I can't recall him or my mom pulling it out to play at all. Plus, the biography and social activity material I read can't even scratch the surface of what Harry Belafonte, the first African-American television producer has done for entertainment and social justice. Okay, a little more humor. <laughs> then again, I think he's got something here. I say, let us put man and a woman together to find out which one is smarter. <laughs> Some say men, but I say no. The women, but the men, be they should know, huh, not me. But the people, they say that the men are leading the women astray. But I say that the women of today, smarter than the man in every way. That's right, the woman is... Smarter, that's right. The woman is uh, smarter, that's right. The woman is uh, smarter, that's right. 
That's right. Uh, ever since the world began, woman was always teaching man. You listen to my bit attentively. I'm going to tell you how she smarter than me cannot be. Was the strongest man long ago No one could have beat him As we all know Until he clashed with Delilah On top of the bed <laughs> She told him all the strength Was in the hair of his head And not me But the people they say That the men are leading The women astray But I say That the women of today Smarter than the man in every way That's right the woman is That's right. The woman is That's right. The woman is That's right. That's right. Hey, you meet a girl at a pretty dance, thinking that you would stand a chance. Take her home, thinking she's alone. Open the door. You find her husband home, not me. The people they say that the men are leading the women astray But I say that the women of today Smarter than the man in every way That's right, the woman is smarter That's right, the woman is smarter That's right, the woman is smarter That's right that's right. I was treating a girl independently. She was making baby for me when the baby born and I went to see. Eyes was blue. Sure. It was not by me, and not me. But the people they say that the men are leading the women astray, but I say that the women of today. Smarter than the man in every way. Oh, yes, smarter. That's right. Man smart, woman smarter. Written by Harry Belafonte. And there you have selections from the first LP to sell a million copies in one year. So thanks for tuning into Volume 109, Harry's Deo, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 110, Around the Campfire. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>